What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Unqualified Podcast. My name is Blake, your professional quarantine expert. Are you an expert, though? Am I? Maybe. Are I don't you? know. Uh, probably not, because, you know, I am more than likely unqualified. For What a great <laughs> joke, right? <laughs> as always, I am joined by Taylor here. Uh, as we're we're breaking all of the social distancing distancing rules and hey, recommendations, we're we're, we're in lo- less than ten to people. Yeah. We're less. Than, what am I even trying to say? We are in a group less than ten people currently, but we're not six feet apart. Uh, we're like four and a half. <laughs> close enough. Close enough. But we have not been in contact yeah. with this COVID nineteen coronavirus Wuhan fever. At least not that we know of. That we know of, right? Know. We could be asymptomatic. You're right. There you go. You said Who it yourself. Knows. But <coughs> <laughs> hey, I need you to Lysol and spray that microphone down right, right now before yeah. we continue. I wish I had Lysol. And there's no Lysol in the <laughs> No. Um, but more on a on a serious note, you know, we're going to take a minute to kind of talk about the, you know the COVID nineteen the coronavirus and. Uh, what also you need to do. Cracks. We're going to talk about voice cracks. <laughs> Come on. <clears throat> um, uh. <laughs> you know, it's great. Voice cracks are awesome. This is why we're unqualified. All so, right. yeah. So, COVID-19, people. Um, I've done quite a bit of of research and understanding on, on what is happening in the world right now. As you should. Um, yeah. And, and that's kind of so <sighs> vulnerable moment of my life. When it comes to politics, when it comes to anything going on in the world that doesn't, like, super directly pertain to me, uh, I have a really bad tendency to not give a what. Uh, just, I mean, being just straight up honest. Um, I just, I have a tendency to just be like, well, whatever, and completely ignore it. Um, this is the first time in a long time that I've cared, like, deeply in, 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 in looking at this stuff. Um... And yeah, so it's 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 scary. It's confusing. All of those things, obviously. Um, yeah. But the gist of it is like follow the guidelines. Um, don't be dumb. Like, don't go for to the once beach in your life. Use common <laughs> sense. Do not go to the beach. Goodness gracious! Did you see that story about everybody yes. down in? I mean, there's still <sighs> a Florida's an idiot. Like, if you Florida's that one cousin that you're like. <laughs> Idiot. He comes over and he's like, everyone's got that one friend, right? He's like, hey, you know what's a good idea? Let's put a firecracker inside (laughs) an enclosed, you know, cup or something. Watch, watch, it's gonna, it's gonna be amazing. But But yeah, I mean, um, obviously, you know, in the beginning of the virus, I was, I was kind of on the whole bandwagon of like, man, whatever, dude, like. It's just going to blow over. And then the Oklahoma City Thunder evacuated the Chesapeake Energy Arena. Which, yeah. And that changed my life. Um, (laughs) Which, you know, funny enough, I was at that game. You were in the arena. I was at the arena. So so me and a really good friend of mine, Bradley, we both went to the game. I don't know if Bradley was with you. That's dope. Uh, yeah, we. You're a good man. Good man. My actually, legitimately, my best man in my wedding. So the best of the mans. The be the best. Um, but we were at the game. We went in. You know, it was it was a normal atmosphere. Nothing felt off. Nothing felt weird See, about I've it. I've heard by from multiple people <clears throat> that the arena felt weird. Mm-mm. No, Pre-tip. it felt it, you, you it just it, felt great. You think it felt fine. Yeah, it felt like we were about maybe to have a great a, game. Just I don't know, maybe, but. You know, because I mean, I didn't really start caring about it until like that night. Until I texted you. Yeah, <laughs> until we started blow, blowing me up about it. But we were at the game. You know, we were sitting there waiting for tip off, and literally the teams were about to come off the benches. And, you know, we did all the announcements, introductions, and all that. All the things. And um, all of a sudden, this guy comes sprinting from from the the player tunnels where the thunder was coming out of, and he like is like waving down the refs. Right. He goes in, talks with them, and then brings over the coaches and everything like that. And then maybe after like five or so minutes, I mean, we're just sitting there just like clapping our hands, yeah. looking like a bunch of, you know, a-holes. Right. Um, just all, everybody is sitting up there clapping. I'm like, all right, my arms are getting tired. Um, and all of a sudden, you know, all the players are starting to go back into the locker rooms and all the Thunder players and everything and the Utah Jazz players, they're all waving like bye to us essentially. Like they knew that this was, this was going to happen. Um, I mean, I, I had no prior knowledge that, you know, Rudy Gobert and, and everything like that were right. were sick and we're going to sit out um, and, and everything like that. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, um, after like, 
maybe five ten minutes uh, after they left the guy on the on the pa or it felt like five minutes it's probably a little sooner than that it was a 23 minute delay yeah he came on and saying we're waiting for league confirmation to start the game and yeah. so in the back of my mind i'm like okay like the the whole coronavirus scare like i get it you know you don't want anybody you know if somebody is potentially right. sick you don't want them to have it da 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 you know they're they're playing a game down in Dallas. So in my mind, I'm like, if they're playing down in Dallas, like they just tipped off. Like right. there's no reason why we shouldn't tip off right now. You know, and it was just you know we're fourth and fifth seed in the West, and you know it was gonna be a really good game. I was really excited about it. Right. The moment they brought the halftime entertainment out yeah. to be an opening act, <laughs> I, I I looked over to Bradley. I'm like, this is it. They're canceling the game. Yeah. And so while we're it was shopping, such a crazy crazy experience yeah and so while we're shopping they come on the announcement like due to unforeseen circumstances the game has been canceled please exit in an orderly fashion have a good night yeah and i'm like what in the world is going on and that's why i started blowing you up my parents up and everything like that and then what's crazy is like we weren't getting (coughs) any information from like the thunder media or the thunder anything we were getting information from the nba twitter um adrian winskowski's Woj Shams, bombs, Woj bombs, and stuff like that. Saying, like, telling us what was going on, and then people are like letting people know inside the arena. It was the craziest thing. But it was that's a when weird. like everything started to shift in my brain. Like, okay, wait, what? What could this be? Right. Um. That's when the fire really like lit yeah. up, and I was like, oh, oh, maybe we should pay attention now. Right. And then all of a sudden, NBA's announcing a shutdown the next day. Right. No, it was like an hour or an later. hour later. Yeah, not even. It was like. Oh my gosh. And then after that, everything also starting to get suspended. And so literally the sports world shut down in a matter of 14 hours and everyone, I mean, I was just completely stunned. Right. And like, if you're, if you're on social media, surely you have that one guy (laughs) on your social media, you know, page news feed, whatever it's all, Oh, this is the worst. And government control and all that crap um <laughs> I, I kid you not i saw somebody post a picture of a facebook post it probably got taken down but somebody was saying that they're they're using the coronavirus to cover up people dying because of 5g <laughs> like 5g stupidest thing I've ever <laughs> like 5g here's, radiation here's the gist of it we're not <laughs> trying to 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 <clears throat> spend a bunch of time on it but this is not the flu. It's nothing like the flu. Some of the symptoms overlap, sure. Um, but here, here's a difference. But the flu is curable. This is not right now. Right? Yeah. This is incurable. No one's, no one's. People are recovering by their own immune system and and by good luck. Yeah. Um, Which is great. And, and the fact but... of the matter is, is you can sit here and say, hey, twenty thousand people died. You know, this year the flu. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. Um, you know, the flu should be taken more seriously. Sure, whatever. Um, for me, <laughs> one, this is not the flu. Let's no. not talk about the flu. Let's talk about what the problem at hand. Um, it's like saying, oh, we shouldn't go at war, um, but also global warming. What? Like two very different issues. <laughs> like, this is, that's where we're at. Like, the flu is its own thing. Let it be mm-hmm. its own thing. COVID-19 is a totally different monster. Exactly. And that's what we need to focus on right now. Like, focusing on other stuff is not going to be any any good. Right. But the fact of the matter is, the best analogy, sports, that I can think <laughs> of for this is, hey, the flu scored 84 points in the whole game. Wow. It's crazy. It's real crazy. COVID-19 scored 50 in the first quarter. Oh, Who's going to have the most points by the end of the game? If you're averaging out, I'm going to say the coronavirus. So so that's like, that's the mentality that, that, that I have in this is like, yeah, sure. The numbers right now say the flu was worse than numbers. But look at the timeline. Look at the track. I've read several articles about like huge universities and, and reputable sources and stuff like that. That say that this could reach 1.1 to 2.2 million deaths mm-hmm. in the United States. Mm-hmm. Okay, and here's the here's the fact of the matter. I had a friend. He was like, "Oh, this is an overreaction. It's a cold. Like, no one needs to be worried about any of this. Like, it's just whatever it is." And I looked at him in the face and I said, "There's a four percent death rate, right? Let's assume that doesn't get any worse or any better." 
You look at the United States, there's 350 million people. This is one of the most fast, fastest traveling viruses in a very long time. Um, if we do absolutely nothing, 350 million people are going to get it. Yeah. Plain as it is. 4% of 3.5. Three four percent of three hundred and fifty million people. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, one of those people is someone you know. Yeah. There's absolutely no way that four percent of three hundred fifty million people die, and you don't know who, one of them. Unless you're just an absolutely isolated hermit. <laughs> what's What's the number on that? Uh, let's look it up. Let's Let's do some mathematicals. I mean, you know, the difference between you know this. And the flu and stuff like that is that the flu, we have, you know, shots, we have, you know, we have medicine that can combat it. Like we've, we have specifically targeted medical drugs that will fight this alongside with your body. Right. Corona, there's no known antiviral right now that is. Right. And and at best we're looking at 18 months. Yeah. 12 to 18 months before we have any kind of mm-hmm. anything to fight this with. So math, right. 4% of 350 million people. What is it? That is 14 million people dead. And so, yeah, it's and that's, so, that's a lot and that's, of people. That's assuming the worst case scenario, we do nothing about it. That are done. Obviously, we've already done a lot of stuff about it. We've yeah. shut down a lot of things, schools, sporting events, stuff like that. Curfews, However, lockdowns. Like, in some of the country is locking down. And, and honestly, in my opinion, I think that is incredibly smart. Um, I read a article or a, uh, a statement from a superintendent. Um... Of, I want to say it's like Illinois schools. And he said, we will not know mm-hmm. if we overreacted. Right. But Until we will it's be over. very, very aware if we've underreacted. Mm-hmm. Meaning you overreact, you do all these things, you shut the world down, the virus dies, whatever. Not a lot of people die. We control it. We move on. We prepare better for next time. It's great. Yeah. Or we underprepare. We we underreact, and millions of people die, and it's a serious thing. Mm-hmm. So the, basically what we're saying is, like, if we go to the most drastic measures and precautions in the entire world, no one will ever know if we overreacted because we've won, because we won the battle with coronavirus. Mm-hmm. However, if we sit back and do nothing, we will be very, very aware if we lost. Yeah. And so that's, like, the mentality you get to change your thinking. And I know a lot of people that are like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I'm just going to carry on my normal life and stuff like that. And, you know, there's there's ends of the spectrums. You know, there's the people that are stocking up on years worth of toilet paper. Um, and then there's the people that aren't doing anything. Um, Which, there's the, the people in Florida. If you're, beaches. by the way, if you're if you're stocking up on that much toilet paper, you should probably go to the doctor before the coronavirus hit. <laughs> you got a much uh, deeper underlying medical <laughs> issue. <laughs> But seriously, though, I mean, it is something that's, that needs to be taken super seriously. Yeah. Um, I, I have family personally that have autoimmune diseases, um, that have history of smoking, that have um, not great lungs, that et cetera, et cetera, not great health, they're elderly. Like, I have all of those. Um, mm-hmm. And it's incredibly concerning to me to to, to see the spread of this. Um, oh, yeah. And, and honestly, guys this is gonna be a long journey like everything that i'm reading is saying at least through july yeah at least through july we'll be dealing with this if not into next march and april right the the best thing that everybody can do right now is is to just keep following along with the cdc guidelines stay home stay home if you if you can work at home and if you can afford to stay home then you absolutely need to stay home there is no reason for you to get forcing you to go to work go to work right okay However, if they're giving you the option to go home, if they're giving you the option to uh, work from home, take that option. Which I know my wife's Mm -hmm. work uh, is completely shut down. They are working from home, um, and she can't even really work from home, but she is uh, doing what she can at home. Um, And, you know, she's in a really great situation where she's still being taken care of and stuff like that. But yeah. As plain as it is, like, no one, no amount of money, no amount of anything is worth risking your life. And here's the fact of the matter is I'm 23 years old in decent to above decent health. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. 23 years old, too. I, I just have, turned. I just turned. 20. I just turned my birthday. Yeah. Um, the most lame birthday party in the history of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make up next year. It's all right. right. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Corona. Um, <laughs> but here's the fact. Like. I'm fine. 
I'm not. I don't have any health problems. I don't have other than being overweight. I don't have any health problems. Mm-hmm. I've never really had the flu in full spectrum. I've never had any of these problems. My immune system is like a rock. I treat myself like crap, and <laughs> and I'm <laughs> immune to a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. I understand that I'm probably going to be fine. It's right? weird how that works, right? However, <laughs> my mom, my sister, who have an autoimmune disease, um, my grandma, my wife's grandma. Um, my friend Blake, who has lung issues yeah. from childhood, um, my friend Blake's wife, who's pregnant, like the list goes on and on. I may never have symptoms. And even if I do, I'll probably be fine, but I can pass it along to a lot of people and kill a lot of people. You are basically by passing along, by not doing the right thing here, you are basically killing people. Yeah. You've got you've got to realize that you know this is a very a very serious thing you know and it may be a hard pill to swallow but it's a fact that you have to accept right. at this point you know yeah. if 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 you're if if you are not sick that's awesome there's no reason then for you at that point to to get right. out and risk everybody else to this right. exposure and if you're off work if you've been laid off if you've been shut down if you're working from home if you're on paid leave and just sitting at home doing nothing do that. Don't, don't don't go out unnecessarily. Um, go get groceries. Go do what you got to do and go home. Right. Be careful. Be smart. Um, the virus, uh, it can live in hair, um, on clothes, um, stuff like that. So make sure you're cleaning yourself, making sure you're being, in, being smart. You know what I'm saying? So in closing about COVID-19, if 4%... Right is the number of of of, of people that will die, that uh, that get this. If I give you a hundred skittles and told you four of those would kill you, would you eat the skittles? No, it's, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take. Sense. I would not take that chance. I would not take a single one. No, and you you shouldn't take that risk either. You know, I might be my, smart. Be smart. You know, my mom's in and, the medical field. And get ready for the lockdown. That's one reason this episode is being recorded much later than normal. Yeah. Because tell the story. So so we. Um, so my mom, she's a nurse. She works in a medical field. Um, she works at a hospital downtown. So, you know, there's a lot of exposure. Downtown. <laughs> Auto tune right there. Right there. There you go. Uh, but she works in a hospital, you know, downtown. So she gets a lot of, you know, people who walk in from the streets and she also gets a lot of like normal people who come in, um, around Monday, she was informed, you know, their whole entire hospital was informed that they have possibly been exposed to the coronavirus. So knowing that, she came home, she stripped down, got nothing but a bathrobe, sat in a hot tub that we just chlorinated the other night, um, <laughs> and and has pretty much been doing that ever since. Now that now we got hot water back, which fun story, that our hot water line from our our water our hot water tank had a pin sized hole in it, so it was leaking water. But wow, we, but we got the hose fixed on it. But you know she she goes in in full in full makeup she goes in with a gown a hair bonnet a face mask eyewear shoe booties she wears you know gloves a, a face mask everything you know she wears like the the 150 face mask that you can buy and she goes in she washes her hands she sanitizes she comes out she washes her hands she sanitizes her hands are so dry because yeah. of all the washing that she does and every time she comes home she goes straight to the shower gets out of those clothes and throws them in, immediately into the right. washer and hot some you know washes them in hot water right. now every time you go grocery shopping do you have to come home and, and put your groceries wait, up wait, naked wait, finish that story tell <clears throat> tell the good news oh yeah she tested positive she had no a, she tested negative or negative <laughs> goodness gracious <laughs> You're you got me all mixed up she right now. She tested negative. That's why you're here in my house and we're recording this podcast. Yes, is very true. But do you have to? You know, every time you go out and get groceries, you have to come home and strip naked and put down groceries naked. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what we're saying. No, you don't have to do that. But you know, take those precautions every time you go out. You know, come back, wash your hands, do whatever you got to do. Carry hand sanitizer with you. Yeah. You know, wash your hands in and, hot water and, and all get, that good stuff. And get your information from reputable sources. Don't don't yeah. share the million posts that are on Facebook that are stupid. Or like, look for stuff that's legit. I think I honestly believe that a lot of the big media has kind of stopped with the scare stuff and kind of focusing more on informative, um, informative because of how serious yeah. this is. But there are a lot of small news anchors. There's a lot of fake news. There's a lot of satire pages that are trying to spread a lot of information that is not correct mm-hmm. and not true um and 
you know, make sure you're getting your information from uh, a reputable source. Yeah. But if if you are wanting, last thing I do want to mention. Yeah, go ahead. If you are wanting to make sure you do have, you know, reputable information, the best place you could probably get it is from a website that ends in .gov. So, like, your state's website, yeah. and CDC. Just the CDC. Yeah, they'll, they'll give you any information, and they'll let you know. Any relief programs, look, I work for a cell phone company. I'm, I'm going to let you know right now, you know, for however long this list lasts, we're not going to cut off your cell phone service. Right. We're not going to, you know, shut off anything like that. Yep. Same goes for electric, water, down, stuff like uh, that. Government shut down evictions um, yeah. and foreclosures and stuff like that. So also. if you are laid off, you know, that is very unfortunate. Hopefully you can find a, a job in the meantime. But, you know, do not worry about not being able to pay the bills. You need to make sure that you take care of yourself and everybody around you and your social circle and people just out in public, too. Right. We we need to, you know, the sooner that we can get this to, to die off and get it to where we can have some sort of normal life again, I, I can guarantee you that... A lot of these companies are going to work with you as far as getting your uh, accounts yeah. balanced out and stuff. Trust right. me, everything is going to be okay. And, you know, at, at the end of it, we do want to say everything's going to be okay. You just, you got to take your proper precautions. I cannot say whether things are going to be okay or not. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. But There's your dramatic <laughs> take of the day. <laughs> there you go. But we are going to move on. Yes. If you're quarantined. What do you do? If you're stuck. What what is there to do, Taylor, when you're stuck? Are hobbies important Especially- in life? I understand this is a little bit different. <laughs> when we wrote this topic, uh, people were not quarantined. No. Um, <laughs> however, now they are. Um, <laughs> which means so you're which means you're stuck with us. We're gonna so. talk about hobbies. Ha ha ha. Uh, what are some hobbies that you have, Blake? <clears throat> um. You know, I like playing me uh, a video game every now and 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 now. <laughs> every so, now and now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but besides the obvious, um, puzzles. What You're I like a puzzle puzzles. Guy? Yeah, puzzle guy. I love puzzles. Um, you know, they're they're amazing to to put together. And then when you finish it, you can you glue it all together. Artwork. Yeah, you can frame it. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, That's neat. Would board games count as a hobby? Heck yes. I freaking love board yeah, games and course. card games, dude. Um, and then, you know, listening to is music is well. If you play music, that's a hobby. Uh, I would yeah, I would consider music a hobby. If you play music, sure. if but, you create I mean, even, music, even if like listening to music, listening to music can be a hobby. Is I watching guess. TV a hobby. Yes. Uh, yeah, you're right. It can be. Okay, okay. I think anything can be a hobby. Like, yeah. anything can be a hobby. What and is... The idea behind this... Are you looking at the definition of hobby? Yep. Okay. <laughs> the idea behind this topic is a lot of people... Um, you'll see a lot of negative things towards uh, hobbies or, um, you know, things that aren't what you're supposed to be doing or whatever. Um, right, right. And... And, and I always have a interesting uh, thought. Go ahead and read the definition. So the definition of a hobby is an activity done regularly in one's leisure time or pleasure. Right. Yeah. So pretty much, I mean, there's a lot of things that can be considered a hobby. Um, yeah. But I, I would say it this way. Like, you know, you have your career. You have things that are productive. You have things that are beneficial to life. And then you have other things. And, like, those other things I would consider a lot of those hobbies. Yeah. Like you gotta have, are those things important? Yeah, I, I think for me personally, I think hobbies are important. You why? know, you, why do you think they're important? You gotta have a very healthy work life balance, and you know, if mm. you're just focused balance. on yeah, balance. That's the big word of the day is balance. You know, if all you do is go to work, come home, and then sleep, and then wake up the next right. day and go to work, you know, you're just a worker bee. You know, you're just a drone at that point. You know. But if you come home from work and then you sit down and maybe it's just as simple as watching TV or reading a book or cooking or putting together a puzzle or playing video games for a couple of hours, whatever you've got, you know, having that balance as far as between work and and everything stress related in life is very important indeed. Yeah. I mean, I think I I agree. Um, I, I, I listen to a lot of, you know, podcasts and, um, you know, motivational people and they're always like, Man, get off your butt! Stop watching TV! Stop playing video games and <laughs> do something productive. That's how they sound. Okay, yeah. Well, um, go garden. And then. to a certain extent, like yes, I think you bring up the word balance, and that that's like 
perfect key. Um, one, uh, any too much of anything is is a bad thing. Is bad. Too much water, you die. <laughs> Plain as it is. Too much of sunlight, and you die. Melanoma. Too much of protein, and you don't go poop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or or a heart attack. Yeah, other things. Um, <laughs> but the biggest thing is you. you yeah. Don't so poop. I mean, there's there's <laughs> anything good can be bad if abused. Yeah. Um And so I think that's that's what the the idea is here. I think a lot of people assume that if you watch TV or you. Um, play video games or you do other uh, hobbies that people wouldn't necessarily think that are productive, um, that they're considered automatically like an addiction and that you can't put it down or whatever like that. So, um, are hobbies important to me? I would say a hundred percent. Yes. I have a lot of hobbies. Um, I do a lot of different things, um, that I thoroughly enjoy and some of them are simple and some of them are not simple. Um, <laughs> And it, you know, it is what it is. Like, obviously, being in music, I love playing music and creating music and stuff like that, listening to music, stuff like that. Uh, and we'll get more into that. Um, but also, like, I love fishing and going fishing and spending time in nature, hiking, camping, stuff like that, off-roading in my truck. Um, you know, and then there's the other things like building stuff and projects around the house and stuff like that that I really like doing. Um, video games. I love playing video games. Um, I like watching TV and movies and stuff like that. And so uh, now that I'm saying this, right, like I have a lot of hobbies. Yeah. And if I try to do all of them all the time, I wouldn't, ha- I wouldn't do anything productive ever. Right. You wouldn't have any time for work. But there, there's a balance to everything. Too much time in hobbies can be a negative thing. But here's what, here's the biggest thing, right? So you might be listening to this right now and you're quarantined in your house. Okay, you're two weeks, 21 days, 12 weeks if you have asthma, whatever it is, you might be trapped in your house and you can't leave and you are going insane. You've done, you've read the books, you're doing all this. Da, da, da. Hobbies are important in this time more than maybe ever. Yeah. Um, but of course, everything is a balance. Like make sure in this time of quarantining, like that you're sleeping, that you're still eating good, that you're doing all this stuff. Because if you just sit at home and play video games all day long and eat Doritos and never sleep, by the time this quarantine's over, you will die. (laughs) For reasons outside of the corona. Like, go in your backyard, enjoy time with family and friends in in small numbers, and, you know, like, over FaceTime and stuff, not, like, in person. Um, (laughs) If you do uh, wear gloves and face masks. But but the most one of the most important things for me is that like hobbies and we're about to specifically talk about like a couple that mean a lot to us um, that they are an escape. They're a healthy way to um, provide relief from what's going on in the world. Yeah. Not only um, that, I think there are some hobbies up there that, you know, can lead to, you know, career choices or career paths or sure yeah can lead to Turn your hobbies into a career and then you play for a living and it's wonderful right look at that <laughs> yeah that piano you got sitting out in the corner dust right. it off yeah. have to start practicing it now that you're in quarantine maybe by the time you get done learn a new skill yeah do something you know my build a chair build a chair there you go learn working learn how to build a, ch- build a chair oh my gosh like my dad he just busted out his peloton bike that he's had now that we're quarantined. Your dad has a Peloton? Yeah. That's amazing. He's got like weights with it and everything. And so, I mean, Is yeah. it like a Peloton brand Peloton? Yeah. That's legit. <laughs> you got to you gotta get your workout in whenever you can. Um, yeah. Run around your backyard like five times every day. Yeah. Just like run with the dogs or something, whatever. Try to find something to keep active. Right. Because like you said, you're going to sit around, you're going to become a couch potato. Literally though. And then you're going to look like a potato. Right. Yeah. You're gonna look like me. It's gonna be great. <laughs> look Just like kidding. you. You look beautiful. Shut up. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, you know we've already talked about video games in our video game episode. Um, it was further back. Uh, if you go like, if you like exit out of this one and then like scroll up, there's one that says video games. You can click on that and listen to yeah. that. Go listen to that one after this. But we want to talk about music specifically, um, and how it can be a hobby, it can be anything, but it also is so much more than that. It is. Um, to a lot of people, music is a lot more. Right. Especially I mean, I to could, you. I could talk about music for at least seven minutes. 
Okay. At least I'm kidding. I gotta stop watch you ready. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll blow. Right Time you. Seven minutes ready. Go. Okay. So for, for for me specifically, um, music is way more than I'm like something I do when I'm cleaning or when I'm in the car or whatever. Like it's my career. It's it's my calling in life. It's my passion in life. Um, and that's what I do. And that's not the case for everyone. But I think that everyone can agree that music. Um, has played a huge role in everyone's life. Yeah, everyone's life. Going if you go back in time, all way the back. way way back, like Beethoven and everything like that, Mozart, you know, all that music as maybe boring to you or as fantastic as it may sound to you, um, you know, back then it played a huge role in cultural influence and right. the arts and everything like that. You know, it led to, you know education and, and everything like that and it just played a big role in, in everything here nowadays music is much more of a emotional escape and sometimes people yeah or or an emotional expression like more than yeah. an escape like people use music to express what's going on in their mm-hmm. lives or and more than ever music is now um used to um impact people mm-hmm. um instead of you know, as an escape or as mm-hmm. a a means to whatever. Right. It's much more of an extension of somebody. It's an expression. It's, you right. know, it's a bunch of different things. Um, you know, as I'm sitting here looking at your wall, I see you've got three different guitars or basses, depending guitars. on what they are. Guitars. And then looking at the back here, something I'm very excited at seeing, <laughs> there's a drum kit back here. Which, by the way, I've wanted to learn how to play the drums since I was like eight or nine. <laughs> yeah, like dude. my parents bought me like an electric drum kit, and I would just sit there, you know, every day, freaking with my headphones on, right. banging it out. You know, it sounded great in my headphones, but then when my parents came in, it's just a bunch of plastic getting whipped with exactly. wooden sticks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, music. And you, you you bring up drums, and I'm actually gonna talk about that here. Um, I've been in music since I was like a kid, like really young. I like had a band quote unquote in elementary <laughs> school and middle school and all this stuff. And you know, like, you know, little kids and I saved up money and bought my own guitar. And what was which your, is that one? What was your, what was your, what was your band name? I don't know. You don't remember? <laughs> I don't remember. You didn't make up a I band don't name? I remember at all. Um, it wasn't like the rocket dinosaurs or something no, like that. No, nothing crazy. Stupid. <laughs> um, but I remember, uh, I, I loved music and, uh, and I loved playing music and I loved being involved in music and stuff like that. Uh, and always was like super mesmerized by it. Um, but I was never, uh, I had, I had two parents, one, my mom who was like super supportive, um, and super all about it. My dad who wasn't as much, um, and he is more go get a real job and make money and do all those things. Um, look at me now. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and so, so it became very hard being fed all this negativity, even though I was being fed by positively, um, by my, my, some of my family, I was still being, uh, negative often outweighs the positive, right? Mm-hmm. Like one person speaking negative things into your life can outweigh six people speaking positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it led to me setting the guitar down and, and not really doing anything and kind of honestly leaving music and, and just kind of not really doing it for several years. Um, and then I turned 13 and my dad died and I, it was an incredibly hard time and I'm not going to get into all that. I'm sure we will at some point. Um, but it was an incredibly hard time in my life and I turned back to music. Um, and I actually got the drum set that's sitting right behind me right after that. Um, and there's a free drum set from one of my friends, um, at a church that I was at and I was incredibly happy about it. And my mom couldn't say no because it was free (laughs) and I started playing and I started, um, teaching myself how to play the drums and, um, it, it was coping and it was an expression and it was therapy and it was everything for me. Um, so much so that it it became like my number one thing. Um, I loved it. I just fell in love with music. 
fast forward and went to school for music production um, and now have a full-blown career in audio engineering, lighting design, um, and music and stuff like that. Yeah, because don't you, don't you do, well, <laughs> you do the lighting and stuff for, for Life Church, right? Yeah, I, I do some audio and some lighting stuff for Life Church, and then I, I do a lot of lighting and audio for other churches, and then I have the recording studio, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's become my passion in life. It's become uh, my calling in everything, and in a way just to express and a way to um, feel connected to, to what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I, I look at people who say they don't like music and I question why they exist sometimes, but I, uh, I can speak from existence from, from past experience and from a lot of people that I've talked to that like music is just one of those things that um, the way that it affects people like in hard times and great times, um, it is incredible. And, and, and throughout life, like I can always think back to songs that have oh, like, yeah. impacted my life. That like, like, oh, I was going through this really hard time. And then I heard this song or I was going through this really great time. And this song was playing. And like, that's like, that's the way my brain cues memories. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's just songs. I've got, I've got like four or five songs in memory, uh, from, from mine and Rosie's wedding. That like any time yeah. that like I think about it, I'm like, oh yeah, it's our wedding. Yeah. It's great. And one of them's like a Dan and Shay song that she walked down the aisle to, and yes. I get teary eyed every time I listen to it. And there's other music I get really happy to and, and stuff. You yeah. know the videos you see me dancing in. Have you seen yeah. those videos? Oh, I've seen them. I've seen them. <laughs> they. Uh, I was completely sober at that point. By the I'm way, really proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the, you know the songs that were playing there. You know. Right make me really happy and stuff like that right um but yeah i mean music people use music a lot of a lot of the times to express emotions that they either don't know how to express or they just right. don't know what they're feeling but they know that this song or they found a song that that you know pretty much expresses how they feel right and people use it as a coping mechanism people right. use it to you know sometimes you know uh to, to get past you know trauma you know traumatizing events and stuff like that right. and you know, music is is one of those great great things that I think the world without music would be sad, just dark. I don't and gray. think the world would exist without music. I don't think right. it could possibly exist. Right, music is it's it's been a cultural it's it's been a foundation of it's the heartbeat human. of a generation and every generation. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! Oh, <laughs> uh, how many music puns can you throw in here? Oh, like a hundred. Easy. <laughs> Easy. I'm not going to though. Oh, man. I'm gonna refrain. But those jokes are so sharp. I'm gonna refrain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anybody who knows music, yeah. yeah. Someone, <laughs> some band geek was like, "Ha, ah, refrain! I know that one." Ha, ah, sharp. Oh, All right, sorry. We're a little flat right now. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, this podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. Music for me, I, I yeah. enjoy music in you know. I mean, like you said, there's moments where I've been really down and then this song came on. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Or during, like I said, my wedding, I'm like, oh my God, yeah. Um, But music in like movies. Same thing, just different tones. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm a very emotional person. Yeah. Same three words, just just different emotions. (laughs) Got the notion across. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, But music in like movies and in video games and and stuff like that, like, you know, music when it's when it's choreographed with the with what you're seeing on on screen or with what you're playing or whatever. I think music adds a lot to other medias as well. Like, have you ever watched a movie without music? I don't want to. Oh, it's the weirdest (laughs) thing. Go on YouTube and look up movie without music. And just like watch the movie, and it is the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like for everybody, so if you if you're a big movie, you know Marvel fan or whatever, go let imagine if you've seen Infinity War or if you've seen Endgame, you know take one of the big action scenes that is in there, yeah, or any of or any movie. really, yeah, and any take out action movie, take out any of the music that happens during those action sequences and then yeah. just imagine how that would sound in your head it, it sounds it just sounds so boring and you're just like lion king with no music people are you oh kidding me i don't know like that just like it just ruins the whole movie there's baby no movie driver baby driver without that soundtrack the move that movie was literally coordinated around the, tra- the, yeah, the track like, have you seen kingsman 
No, I haven't. Oh my gosh. Hey, that's a really good movie, but for anybody who's <laughs> seen Kingsman, imagine the church fighting scene without any music. Right. You uh yeah, it, it's just a bunch of people th- like fighting and throwing stuff. That's boring. The mm-hmm. music adds emotion. The music adds elements to things. I think where... about like uh, Fast and the Furious without music. Oh no! Like that'd be the worst. Thing. Oh my gosh! R. R. No. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> too soon. Too soon. I don't Always think so. too soon, man. <laughs> Always too soon. But music is a very Im- you know not just as a hobby but just in general. Music is a very important part of uh, us being humans. Who mans, you know the peoples that with the big brains that can walk on two feet and use our legs and appendages. Monkeys can also do that. Yeah, but we ha! we have moral compasses. Monkeys don't necessarily. That's what makes us humans. I would argue humans. that people don't have moral compasses sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> but then does that make them just as smart as monkeys, or just as um, hmm, hmm, stumped, stumped, stumped me there, stumped. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, music, I know for sure, has definitely been an important part of of who you are and, and what you right. do, you know. Um, Maybe you find yourself self-quarantined right now, like everyone. And maybe you uh, need to listen to music in a different way. Mm-hmm. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe you're like me and you lost 80% of your income three days ago. And you need to just take some time and listen to music and think and reflect on everything and experience what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just do that. Like, like intentionally, like today, like when you're listening to this, and it'll be Monday, and you're listening to this, you don't have anything to do because you don't have work. Go on Spotify, Apple Music. Whoever uses freaking, what's the other one? Amazon Music? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Whoever uses that. Pandora. Uh, whatever music platform you use, YouTube, CD, record player. Record players are so dope. Yeah. Um, Vinyl? And just play something, whatever it might be, whether it's rap, whether it's you know singer-songwriter, whether it's heavy metal, whether it's, I believe that people like country, but I just don't understand why. But <laughs> if that's you, whatever. Play country music, play whatever, play oh, no. symphony orchestra, like whatever it might be, and just like listen to music in a different way than you ever have. Yeah. Like remove distractions, remove all your sensories except for hearing, and just listen. Yeah. I mean, take away, you know, there's there's a lot of artists who put a lot of meaning into their lyrics and stuff like that. So when you're listening to a song, just don't listen to it as background noise. Listen, Pay attention to those lyrics. If you're telling me right now, oh, that, that music's real good because it's got that beat on it, shut up. No. I'm just kidding. I like a lot of music. <laughs> but there's so much more to music than just beats and, and, yeah. and stuff. It's, it, it, tells, it's, uh, it tells it tells a story. story. It tells stories. It, it expresses emotions. And, so you know, during these times, especially during these really hard times and, and, right. and really just bonkers world that we live in at the moment, you know, we had the wildfires back in, Feb- you know, January. Then we were about to go the freaking World War Three in February. And now we've got coronavirus in March. And Kobe now Brian dying. And now, everything. you know, Godzilla is probably going to pop out in April <laughs> and we're going to have to build giant robots to fight Godzilla or some stupid stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, look, it's the world is a crazy place, Who but knows? music will help you interpret some of that crazy will help you yeah. get through some of this crazy you know, if you've got instruments at home, you know, dust dust it off. If you haven't played in a while, create music, you know, take requests from people on Facebook and online and, you know, practice a song, get better at it. And then maybe when you come out of this quarantine, maybe you've got something there. Maybe you've got, you know, a choice you can make like, hey, I've, sure. I'm doing really good at this instrument right now. Like, I mean, I'm crushing at this piano. I'm going to start uploading videos to YouTube. All of a sudden, you know, now you've got, you know, you got a one video that blows up to a couple million hits because you did a really good cover of a song. And you're a millionaire, just like Boom. that. Boom, look at that. Changed your life because of the coronavirus. <laughs> you know, use this time for, for good, you know. Don't go buy 5,000 packs of ramen and 30 rolls of toilet paper. Like, hey, you, there's no need. Essential. <laughs> look, if, if everybody goes out and does their normal grocery shopping, we wouldn't have these crazy people buying 60 packs of toilet paper. But I digress. But, you know, at the at the end of the day, you know, we're going to get through this. We've gotten through 
we've gotten through a lot as as humanity it's uh, as a whole you know we we've gone through two world wars we've gone through you know a bunch of natural disasters you know we Oklahoma itself has been hit by two devastating tornadoes back in 2012 2013 and then one back in 99 you know it's two big F5s you know in May um you know we we've we've gone through that you know there's been earthquakes around the world that have devastated you know countries who are not as fortunate as USA and, and things like that but the the reason I bring all that up is because when you look at those stories, you can see that people have come back and have rebuilt and, and stuff like that. Now, those are natural disasters. You know, I mean, we've we've been through other outbreaks, you know, maybe not anything as crazy as this, but we've made we've made it through. And so, at, you know, as we kind of wrap it up here, we just want to be the voice of hope and just let you know it's, you know, it's potentially going to be okay. I, I, it'd be silly of me to say that we're going to come out of this perfectly fine because you know, it, nothing's guaranteed. But if you take your precautions, if you follow the guidelines that the CDC has set out, we're going to get through this in a you know as as long as it takes. We're tough people. We've you know lived on this planet for millions and millions of years, and we've we've gone through we've gone through a lot. We can do this. I, I believe I believe we will get through this okay. So just take your precautions. Be safe, people. Don't be stupid. Don't go to beaches and have parties out in Florida. <laughs> you know. Wash your hands. Stay home. Don't touch your face. Before we do go, um, we didn't do our hot take. Do it. Okay. Hot take. Here we go. Rapid fire round. We're going to do this a little quick here so we can wrap this up. I, I don't have one. You don't have one? But okay. So just roll yours out. Okay. So hot take. My hot take is this. Um, you know, people now back in, back in the day, people expect you to move out around like the age of 18 and stuff like that. You know, they wanted you to move out, start your life and everything like that. Nowadays with how everything is, you know, that's, that's kind of not at at least, you know, from a financial standpoint, it's not really possible. So my hot take is it is okay if you live with your parents for an extended period of time. It's okay. I I, there, I don't see anything wrong with that. Some people may, but I personally don't see that there's a problem with, with living your parents, especially if you're trying to set yourself up in a really good situation right now. You know, I've got a buddy of mine who's going to college. You know, he's living with his parents because he's paying for his college at the moment, you know, and working. Um, and then I imagine as soon as he graduates and gets a really good job, you know, he'll move out at that point. But, you know, he's he's trying to pursue something higher or, or better, you know, for himself. Um, and sometimes you got to put yourself in those situations where you have to be with your parents or maybe you have to live with somebody. So I personally don't think that that is a bad thing. I think you, you have to do what you got to do to, uh, to, to get better out on top, you know? Yeah. <laughs> My hot take. Way to go. Just thought of one. <laughs> Nutter butters are underrated cookies. Ooh. Oh, Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Now, compared to what? What is what? What would be the well, what's what, so nutter butters are underrated. What's you know what is, what's the candy that people like? What's o- what cookie is overrated? Yeah, what's overrated? Um, seventy percent of Girl Scout <laughs> cookies are overrated. You made a lot of people <laughs> upset. <laughs> the some the caramel Samoas. Uh yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, the Samoas are good. Samoas are wonderful. Oh my gosh, thank you. I need I need <laughs> Samoas are my favorite. Million cookies of those, but you put a thin mint in front of me, and I'm punting you <gasps> into next week. Now, see, you've just made eighty percent of the is. general populace. Banana mad. nut muffins are underrated. Okay, underrated. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Banana nut muffins are awesome. Why are people hating on banana nut? What's going on, people? I don't even like bananas. That much. <laughs> the, I love banana muffins. What about like banana pudding? Uh, no. Or no? No. <gasps> I'm. I like certain banana breads. If they have some like powdered sugar on them. Man. Okay. It's pretty good. But not like banana bread pudding or anything like that. Nah. <sighs> Miss me. Dang. Miss me with that. Okay. Okay. What about so what? <laughs> do you, so do you like Oreos? I. I yeah. Yeah. I okay. Like 
Okay. I'm not like, oh, I want an Oreo. <laughs> Have you seen? But like, if, if there's like a party and there's like some Oreos out, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna hit me one of them. Okay, so are you? So, I'm not a big fan of vanilla Oreos, but I like the chocolate Oreos. Vanilla Oreos? What? But what? The the white stuffing they have chocolate and then they had to classify it as just original or what is pretty I, I, is it not vanilla is it so not you're a saying vanilla you don't flair? like the filling of Oreos not is the, that what you're telling me not the well is that what you're telling me right now I like it by itself I don't like it with the cookie if it's if it's chocolate flavored though I would like to end this episode before I kill you. <laughs> how can you say that you don't like <laughs> the stuffing. Of the no, it's the best stuffing of any cookie. I like the stuffing. I just don't like it sandwiched in between those Oreo cookies. I don't know if it's like the chocolate. So you don't they like use. Oreos? No, I like Oreos because I'll eat a whole Oreo cookie if it's like chocolate filling, not the regular filling. <sighs> Guys, I need some help. <laughs> I'm weird. I'm sorry. If you have okay, okay, if you give me a glass of milk with Oreos, I'll eat them if after I dip them in milk. Soft or chewy chips ahoy. I mean, right, like hard or chewy Chips Ahoy. Listen, if you choose like crunchy Chips Ahoy, check yourself into a mental institute. Okay, cool. We're on the same page. Okay. I like a crunchy Chips Ahoy, but the chewy ones are so much better. Yes, they are. Like the thing is, is like with, with, with crunchy is it cuts your mouth up, man. Like with, like with Captain Crunch, you're bleeding by the time you're done <laughs> eating your cereal. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's funny. Oh, are we going to end it on Captain Crunch making Ralph bleed? Listen, guys, we're going to do the absolute best to bring this this podcast every single week. Obviously, moving forward into whatever might be coming. Um, yeah. We'll do our best. We that's got all some, we can promise. Yeah, we got some stuff planned. Um, maybe, you know, it, future, you know, looking out in the future, you know, maybe down the road, our, our kind of roadmap for the moment is... You know, continue doing the podcast for a little bit as we kind of get closer to summer. Um, maybe setting up some sort of recording studio where we can actually do video, and then maybe yeah. potentially doing you know YouTube videos of the podcast and uploading it that way. Because I know some people like it, you know, a video format and they digest it a lot better that way. Some people just really want to look at us. Yeah, and that's what we've understood. By the way, warning, just fair warning. When you you you're not gonna like what you see, but hey, we're gonna do it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> As always, my name is Blake. Taylor. We are unqualified. Taylor.